Good day. Welcome to another episode of Gospel Online Podcast. We appreciate God for another time to look at the Word of God together. Last week, we looked at biblical fasting for disciples of Jesus. And Jesus Christ affirmed that it is for us at this time to fast and pray unto our Father, who is in secret and the Lord with us. So we looked at our various biblical principles to fasting. Uh, which will be acceptable in the sight of God. Today we want to continue with our study in Matthew chapter 9, and we are reading from verse 16 to 17. Jesus says, No man puts a piece of new cloth onto an old garment, for that which is put in to fill it up takes from the garment, and the rent is made worse. Neither do men put new wine into old bottles. Hence the bottles break, and the new wine runs out, and the bottles perish. But they put new wine into new bottles, and both are preserved. The look, um, the passage in Luke chapter five, verse thirty-six says that it says that Jesus spake also a parable unto them. No man puts a piece of a new garment upon an old. If otherwise, then both the new make the rent, and the piece that was taken out of the new agrees not with the old. And no one puts new wine into old bottles, else the new wine will burst the bottles and be spilled, and the bottles shall perish. But new wine must be put into new bottles, and both are preserved. So we notice from this look that it was a parable. Jesus spoke a parable to them. So this is a parable, and we can find diverse spiritual applications to this. And so we are going to be looking at how this parable of Jesus, how it applies to our lives. The key words in this passage that we see, Jesus talks about new, and he talks about old. In Matthew 9.16, Jesus talks about new clothes. Then he talks about old garments. In verse 17, so he talks about new wine, and he talks about old bottles. And he also talks about new wine into new bottles so how does this find practical application when he says no man puts a piece of a new clothes onto an old garment there is no agreement as we see in luke chapter 6 and uh, in luke chapter 5 verse 36 that the piece that was taken out of the new does not agree with the old so one application of this is if Jesus has encountered your life and has given you a new life, you have a new father, a new family, a new beginning, then never seek to be joined or reconciled to the old way of life because there cannot be agreement of life. There is going to be a damage, a destruction. There is no agreement. New clothes onto an old garment, there is no agreement. So the scripture says in 2 Corinthians 5.17, If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Hold things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. 
If you are in Christ Jesus, you are a new creature. Old things, old way of life, ungodly way of life, they have passed away. Old friends, ungodly friends who motivate you and inspire you to sin, they have passed away. Behold, all things are becoming ungodly relationship that torments you, that makes you to become an, to be an enemy of God, that makes you to live a wayward life, an unholy life. They are passed away. Behold, all things are becoming. So do not seek to be joined back to that old way of life. The scripture says in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. Even it may have been old friends who used to motivate you, encourage you to sin. Do not be unequally yoked together. You can no longer be unequally yoked with these people because they will not motivate you unto righteousness. The only basis for you relating with those unbelievers is for you to seek to save them to the Lord, not to be joined to them, not to have communion with them, not to have fellowship with them. The scripture says, that's 2 Corinthians 6, 14 to 18, it says, it says, for what fellowship does righteousness have with unrighteousness? Is there any communion between lights and darkness? No. They, are, they cannot agree. There is no agreement of life. I like the way Luke chapter 5 verse 36 puts it. It says, And the peace that was taken out of the new agrees not with the old. Don't seek an agreement. If you have, if you have received the new life that Jesus gives, don't seek to be in agreement with the old life. In verse 16 of 2 Corinthians 6, the scripture says, And what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God. As God said, I will dwell in them and walk in them. And I will be their God and they shall be my people. What agreement? Your body is the temple of the living God. Your body is like the new body, which is to receive the new wine that God gives, the Holy Spirit that God gives, the anointing of the Spirit, the life and fullness of Jesus, the preciousness of the presence of Jesus. That should be what your life will contain. But if you seek, now go about seeking agreements with idols, then you are making yourself to become an old bottle. You are making yourself to become a, 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 an old wineskin that will no longer be compatible with the newness of the life of Christ. The scripture says in verse 17 in Second uh, Corinthians 6, it says, Therefore, come out from among them and be ye separate, says the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. The Lord Jesus demands separation from the world, from the ungodly ways of the world, from the ungodly views of the 
present of this present world, the Lord demands consecration. If you are going to uh, continue in the life of Jesus, if you are going to receive the anointing of the Holy Spirit and allow that anointing to work in your life and through your life, consecration is required. You need consecration to get the anointing. You also need consecration to allow to, to, for the anointing to continue to function properly. If you choose to live an unconsecrated life, and you join yourself to idols, you dip yourself into uh, uncleanness, into unrighteousness, you touch unclean things, and you still want to be using the anointing of God. You will, If you do not repent, you will end up like Samson or like Saul. Samson thought he could still continue to operate the anointing of God. He could still move, tell the Holy Spirit to move. He could still... Tell the power of God to say, move there, move there. But he did not know that the Lord was departed from him. He was trying to live a dangerous life. Trying to find an agreement between the hood and the new. The scripture says that men don't put new wine into old bottles. Here's the bottles break. And the new wine runs out and the bottles perish. But they put new wine into new bottles and both are preserved. As children of God, if you have encountered Christ, the scripture says in Ephesians chapter 4, in Ephesians chapter 4, that you should put up concerning the former conversation, the old man. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 20, from verse 22. It says that you put off concerning the former conversation, former conduct, the old man which is corrupt according to this deceitful lust. The old man cannot be, cannot be repaired. It has to be put off. And his description says, verse 23, be renewed in the spirit of your mind and that you put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. So, when we allow the newness of, of life that Jesus gives, and we put off the old man, we put on the new man, our lives are preserved. Our lives become preserved. It says when the new one is put into the new bottles, then both are preserved. So I pray for you that your life will be preserved. As you give yourself wholly to Jesus, putting off the old man, putting on the new man, putting on the Lord Jesus Christ, not uh, making provision for the loss of the loss thereof. Your life will be preserved in the name of Jesus. And your, your life will be meaningful to God. And it will serve the purpose of God in the name of Jesus. God bless you.